My name is Maddie, and I'm joined by Kylie and Rainey. Today, we will be talking about the legend of the El Chupacabra. This podcast includes stories never heard before. The El Chupacabra legend began in Puerto Rico in 1995 when farmers noticed their livestock was dying in mysterious ways. They were killed for no reason and found with a lack of blood in their bodies along with puncture wounds. They were rumored to be short and bipedal, with, with reptilian skin, sharp claws, nasty fangs, glowing eyes, and spikes down the back. Many witnesses came forward to describe the monster, but a sketch from Madeline Tolentino was the first physical description of the monster. She provided vivid details and was convinced that it was real. Benjamin Radford, who was interested in the case and began to investigate, realized Tolentino's description of the chupacabras is included that of the alien in 1995 sci-fi thriller species. When asked about the film, Tolentino admitted to have seen the film a couple weeks prior to making her description. Tolentino sees the movie, then later she something she mistakes for a monster. The chupacabra was brought to life by one woman's overactive imagination. Hold on, what was the story of the El Chupacabra bodies found in Texas? A farmer shot an offender he believed to be a chupacabra who was attacking his livestock. DNA tests revealed those bodies turned out to be coyotes who have lost their hair due to sarcoptic mange. A dog of mange typically is near bald with red skin from scratching themselves. A necropsy of the animals attacked showed they had normal blood levels and that they are not vampires. Many animals thought to be chupacabras actually are just coyotes infected with mange. You're leaving something out. The two sets of bodies were examined and they were found to have the puncture marks on their neck and their bodies drained of blood. There is something attacking these animals and the chupacabra is a logical explanation. They are most likely the victims of other predators, such as dogs. It is not uncommon for a dog to bite an animal in the neck and then leave it. The animal then dies of internal hemorrhoids with the only other injury being puncture marks. What about the lack of blood? The heart and blood's pressure stop when the animal dies. The blood then coagulates and thickens once it is seeped toward the lowest part of their body. This is called lividity and gives the illusion the animal is drained of blood. You said that chupacabras found turn out to be coyotes. Yes, chupacabras could be canine, but not a canine we are familiar with. A dog or a coyote would consume the meat of what it killed, not just the blood. One logical explanation is vampire bats. They also suck the blood out of their victims without eating the meat. Vampire bats do not kill their victims. They creep up on them while they are sleeping and make painless incisions, but do not drain the animals of their blood. However, it attacks could be by different predators, except for the consistent eyewitnesses accounts of the El Chupacabra. What do you have to say about the appearance of the El Chupacabra keeps changing over the years? I will admit, some of the eyewitnesses accounts are not accurate, such as some animals identified as Chupacabras were actually canines with mange but not all. The Chupacabra is out there somewhere. Thank you for listening to our podcast about the El Chupacabra. We hope you enjoyed it and are now well informed about the legend. Do you believe in the El Chupacabra?